Nani What Podcast listeners. I'm Tosh. I'm MZ. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nick. And today we are talking about that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, the Nani What cast members have thoughts on this. What do you, what do you guys think? <laughs> trash. Trash. This anime is the trash man. He runs around and he just throws trash around. That's all it does. It's so bad. So fucking bad. It's so bad. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, we know how Nick really feels. I not think it was that bad. I didn't really think it was that bad. I know that there are very strong opinions because as soon as we started watching it, there was like a massive chain of text nonsense coming at me. But, uh... I actually didn't think it was that bad. I started watching it before everyone else, so I had nobody's opinions yet. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. They went somewhere I was not expecting. The end. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Ibsy, what Hannah, did you think? Hannah, I want to ask. Hannah, I want to ask. Did you at any time ever feel like Rimuru was in trouble at all? Any time? Yeah, I didn't know if he could eat that pig because pigs are cool as fuck. <laughs> of course, Hannah brings up the pig. Of course. Mm, mm, mm. Of course. Of course. Of course. It was a pretty big pig. I mean, I was like, you don't have enough body mass to cover this pig, but he did because he's awesome. I mean, he fucking swallowed a dragon in episode two. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, but the dragon was like okay with it, so I feel like it was easier. Yeah, the dragon was like, "Let me get in your belly, go." All all I know is, uh, isekai fucking anime light novels. Not my not my genre. I hated hated Sword Hero. I hate this. I get like Sword Art Online. Don't make me watch it. I'm not gonna fucking enjoy it. So not gonna happen. Sword Art is significantly better than both of these combined, though. I I feel like we're going in steps, like. This was better than Shield Hero, and Emily's telling oh. me that Sword Art is better than this one. So we're just going in steps of like starting at the crappiest. Sword Art, Sword Art is on another level of both of these. I feel like it's an insult to compare them, to be honest. <laughs> I also the same subgenre though. They're the same subgenre, but like the quality of that show in writing, character development, storyline, everything is like so much different <laughs> than this. It's also All interesting right. that you found this better than shield hero did you guys all agree with that no because i felt like shield hero actually had stakes this had like it was like hey you want to join my party and i was like yeah sure i'll join your party and then i was like hey you want to join my party yeah hey i'll join your party (laughs) for about 19 fucking episodes and then we get to like episode 24 and it was like hey uh i don't want to join your party i hate you oh well i guess we have a big bad now and then it was like yeah but that's the end of the first season go fuck yourself and it's like what did i do what did i do for 20 episodes to deserve this like what is going on here so i i didn't hate this as much as y'all did but the only thing that like saved it for me was the fact that they were trying to build the town like at least there was a goal and i like actually kind of enjoyed them going through the stages of like producing this town and like what it takes to get the town up and running so i i didn't hate it i actually liked rimaru i thought he was like a cute character i love rimaru there were yeah there were there were no stakes like i agree with that there was i mean 
literally he has no worries in life like ever um but i thought he was really cute i thought he was funny i thought the concept behind him was really interesting the fact that he was a, a human a 37 year old man turned into a slime turned into a a non-sex <laughs> non-gendered human i don't know i thought that was interesting i liked it <laughs> it so, kind of reminded was- me of like if you guys listen to our past episodes and love Death and Robot, you'll remember that my favorite was the yogurt one. Um, it reminded me of the yogurt. I was yeah, like, finally, yeah. yes. The slime <laughs> is in charge. Listen to the fucking slime. Slime knows best. So I feel like I'm in the middle again, maybe, because I feel like a lot of times I'm in the middle. So, I mean, not always. Nick and I disagree sometimes, but also agree at the same time. But I think that's what's happening here because the way I looked at it is I hated if I didn't have to watch this anime for the podcast I probably wouldn't have made it through because the first like eight episodes are fucking so tedious to get through but after that I was like okay it's good enough that since I'm having to watch it I can enjoy having to watch it but I would have never watched this anime on my own does that make sense yeah yeah because mm-hmm. I like Rimuru, but there are no stakes. The writing is terrible, and it's yeah. just a wild ride. <laughs> I just thought it was so, very unoriginal when it came to, like, the storyline, but I thought the characters had a lot of promise. So, like, I enjoyed them kind of, like, going through their day, hoping that there was more of a story plot, and there just wasn't, but I enjoyed the characters. So it's hard to say that I disliked it, because I enjoyed the process of watching it. You know? Yeah. What were you going to say, Nick? It just feels like, to <laughs> me, at least, you took someone who writes, like, Pokemon or a ch- super aimed at children anime, and you were like, hey, can you write a shonen real quick? And I was like, yeah, sure, totally. So it's like, the most immature, like, <laughs> jokes you can have about females, it was like, okay like that it's not funny like it's this anime is clearly not aimed at me the 27 year old white male um clearly not aimed at me i hated literally most of it the only parts that i did like were when we have what's her name uh shizu is it shizu yeah shizu. yeah when we have like the shizu and rimuru moments those are cool those are well done Everything else, though, like and and the the Rieger is hilarious. The little tiny Rieger, hilarious. Just whips <laughs> the shit out of people and talks shit. It's great. But every other aspect of this, I just felt like it was someone who was over their skis and just was like attempting to do something that they've never done before. And because of that, like they had to work into their into their groove to like figure out if this was like where they wanted to go because. Every episode for me feels like a one-off until it doesn't. And so there's no like real overarching story of this season. It's just like, here's a one-off, here's a one-off, here's a one-off. And then at like episode 23, 24, they're like, okay, here's why things have been happening. And then like, it ends. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? No, I absolutely agree with that. I think it's like you said, in, in taking that like fear, 
theoretical situation of somebody who would write something for children and trying to make this that kind of makes sense because they make these like fun cute likable characters and that's the only part about this show that i enjoyed was i ended up really liking the characters even when they were fucking annoying i liked them enough that i was like okay you know what i mean but the writing and the storyline like you said none of it it was just like oh Okay, finally, we're getting into some juicy storyline. Oh, it's over in an episode, and now we're on some other fucking random bullshit. Okay, like, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, the reason we all didn't love the storyline is because there wasn't one. To yeah. Love. There was nothing to, to look at or break apart because it just wasn't there. I think yeah. after about the third episode, I just kind of accepted that I was, like, watching Arthur. Do you guys know the TV show Arthur? Oh my god, that is the most apt description I've ever heard. <laughs> and that I was like, okay, I was like, it's just I should just take it for what it is. It's just random one-off episodes that are cute, but always the same kind of characters every time, and they're lovable, and we like them. And I was like, let's go with that. And I think that's why, from that perspective, I was yeah. like, oh, I like the show because I wasn't expecting after the third episode. I was like, okay, I'm not going to expect like a huge buildup or anything crazy. I'm just expecting them to like go through the toils of their day and yay at the end. I think I took that standpoint as well, which is why I enjoyed watching. See, it. maybe I, I should I have because didn't. yeah, because the problem with me, the reason I didn't take that is because they kept acting like they were building to something but they never really did or they did but it was immediately finished and i was like oh yeah. there's no stakes everybody will be fine and we know that the whole time it just kind of like, had like a, a one punch man like he's always gonna win in the end feeling so I think yeah I just like immediately accepted it I mean, granted, one i'm punch- not comparing this to one punch there are huge differences but this yeah. is the concept of an ultimate hero who can do whatever he wants <laughs> but the reason One Punch Man works is because it knows it's making fun of the ultimate anime hero. This is trying to take itself seriously still, where this guy literally removes no, a not. demon. He's a non-gendered slime. He used to be a 37-year-old year, 37 virgin. All right? Like, they're not taking themselves serious. And the way, he, the way he talks to other characters, he's like, what's up, man? Or, and, like, the yeah, whole way uh, he talks. <laughs> I just took it sort of comedic, so I did think it was like, this yeah, is comedy. They're not being serious. The way he, the way he talks is actually kind of lit, because he talks so kind of like me. That was, yeah. Like, all, right, all right, all right, my guy. All right, my guy. He does guy. talk like oh, you, Nick. That's, that's oh. so funny. He does that, talk like Nick. That was mine and Rock's like favorite it's part. Reflection of yourself. <laughs> that Every was time mine I heard and Rock's favorite My guy, I was like, yeah, this is good. Huh? Go ahead, Tosh. Oh, that was Rock and I's favorite part. <laughs> there were so many times we stopped it and Rock, like, Instagram recorded it and put it on his story. It was like him or like when, uh, <laughs> when Remaru was like, okay, peace! <laughs> like, what is happening? Hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so stupid, so cute. I adore it. He was so likable. Like, he I really was. Really why Hannah and I enjoyed it is because he was just funny. <laughs> like, What I'm talking about with the seriousness that they're like taking themselves with is like, they have a storyline where he removes a demon like Lord from someone. But there's like, no other like instances where that comes up it's like there's other demon lords in the world but no one's talking about how this guy legitimately removed a demon lord from someone it's just uh yeah i get bugged i get bugged (laughs) what demon lord did he remove from shizu that's why shizu died no that was he was like a spirit of some sort he wasn't a demon lord 
Yeah, it was Ifrit's is like it was a demon lord within Shizu that possessed Shizu. No, he called it like a demon spirit. She's a senior. It it was a senior spirit, is what it was called. Yeah, because yeah, the demon lords possess people. Yeah, the demon lords are like that guy who was in charge of her and like somebody else. Like, yeah, they're like very strong people, but not spirits that can just float around and like go into people yeah, or greater like greater spirits. spirits. Yeah, greater spirits. Yeah. Um, That's why they see, have the whole you, know, episode. you know, I see someone who's shooting fire and has horns Maybe. and kind of looks demonic, and you I'm going uh, attention, and that's why you didn't like it. <laughs> No, I think Nick has a point. It was a little bit. Is that the route we're going? The the hierarchy. hierarchy We're not going with character design being a problem where it looks like a literal demon, and then we have demon lords in the. Okay, all right. No, I think it's your quality of listening. I think that it was a little confusing though, because even at the very end, you know, in that chamber where Shizu, they're showing Shizu um, being gathered by those people, and it turns out the people in charge are demons. And that one guy fights her and his, like, arm falls off. Like, it made it unclear whether he was a demon lord or a spirit or, like, he had possessed someone. So I think you're right, Nick. It was confusing what the hierarchy of demons was in this world. Yep. That's fair. It's, fair. it's a little convoluted, yeah. this world. Um, so... A little? A little? <laughs> a little. <laughs> All right, listeners. So the way we're going to talk about this anime, because it is, I don't know, not super plot-based, kind of character-based... It's weird. So we're going to go through a really quick plot summary, and then we'll talk about any other details or any other characters we want to get more in depth with. So I will start out by reading a little bit about the beginning. So Satoru Mikami is an ordinary 37-year-old corporate worker living in Tokyo. He is almost content with his monotonous life, despite the fact that he doesn't have a girlfriend. Um, Quick side note. Not only does he not have a girlfriend, he is virginal at almost 40 years old. So 40-year-old virgin. That's what we're talking about here. Hilarious. He's really attractive, though. I'm slightly surprised. Yeah. He's like a decent-looking guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, During a casual encounter with his colleague, an assailant pops out of nowhere and stabs him. While succumbing to his injuries, a mysterious voice echoes in his mind and recites a series of commands which he could not make sense of. So let's talk about this is the reincarnation. Let's let's talk about the reincarnation here. Can we first talk about how this man who stabs him? Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. His best friend or his friend or whoever the fuck comes up to him and invited him to dinner is here just to rub in the 37 year old virgin's face (laughs) that he has a girlfriend. What the fuck are we doing here? Like what? What are, we, what are we doing? That was random. Also, <laughs> go ahead. Natasha. Well, no, it's okay because I I am gonna jump ahead to where Nick was with the assailant. Continue. <laughs> I was just gonna say, are people in Japan like this to each other? Like, is this a thing? Like, because I feel like if any of us were to do something, we would pull each other to the side and be like, "Yo, what the." fuck is wrong with you yeah, like, what's like, happening this was, this was like this was like adult bullying it was like adult bullying it was yeah. like haha you virgin you virgin loser i have a girlfriend like okay it's also I, weird because they're actually friends so i was like in that situation you would want your actual friend to meet your girlfriend so yeah. why did they make it a weird thing when it didn't have to be a weird thing it yeah, also- i just feel like natural <laughs> i also maybe i missed something um but i also like i was like okay is that what's happening or they kept making it like maybe that guy wanted to ask him 
like um our our slime who's not a slime um Mik- uh, Mikaru, sorry, I don't know the name. I forgot already because it doesn't really matter ever again. But uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know the human name. Rimuru. Yeah, like Rimuru. Rimuru. Like, does does he he kind of made it seem like he wanted to maybe ask him for a favor? Or I was like, is this a setup where he's trying to set him up with this girl, or is this this guy's girlfriend? Like, what is happening? But guess what? It doesn't matter because he dies immediately. So, like, why did they even bring, set this up? I don't understand why this was even a thing in the writing. I do, I do love, I do love how random, uh, random knife wielding people are running the streets of Japan as well. Just, to, just to randomly, just watch out. You may get stabbed. You may randomly get stabbed by someone who's randomly running with a knife down the road. Japan was one of the safer countries to live in. So yeah. I'm a little alarmed watching this anime. <laughs> I was going to say, in one of the safest countries to live in in the world, there's just a guy who was just running with a knife until he killed someone. And he's like, cool, I'm gone. Bye. Like, what? What was yeah. this point? No. He wasn't even targeting. He was just running with an open blade. Like, <laughs> Like I'm going to murder someone. I don't know who, but when I find them, I'm running run in the opposite direction after he I do it. Here. He was like, here's a crowd. Let me whip out my knife. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna run I'm gonna run at all of you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was very good. Yeah, that was great. How great is it? How great is it that you're dying in someone's hands? Dying in someone's hands. And he's just telling you how, about how much of a loser you are. And then he was trying to rubbing your face how you're a virginless, lonely person for 37 years as you're dying in his hands. Like, well, like and your dying bro- wish is like, bro, burn my hard drive. Yeah. Put it in a batch of water. Do not look about at that. it. Just throw it in there. Do not look. Yeah. The yeah. world cannot know what I've been looking at. And I thought they were going to see me innocently watching this, thought that they were going to circle back to that point. That at some point it was going to be like a plot point. Like, oh, yeah, some secret thing on his hard drive that was important. Yeah, and I was like, porn. no, it's just, no. it's no. just dumb. It's, it's just dumb. It's, fan- it. it's fantasy hentai. It's dryad hentai. It's, it's tenor. It's- Tentacles, my girl. It's tentacles. <laughs> tentacles and titties. Tentacles and titties. It's really just a whole bunch of elves running around. <laughs> really quick. Oh, Jack, this 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 podcast was almost called Tentacles and Titties. It was yeah, almost called TNT. I don't know why we're not called that. I was gonna say, yeah, listeners. Fun fact: we really almost called this podcast TNT, and it was gonna secretly stand for Tentacles and Titties. But then we realized everybody would think we are a hentai podcast, and they'd be depressed when we weren't just talking about straight up porn every time. <laughs> well, there actually is like a TV channel called TNT, so I think we were also concerned about getting website if any things. of our listeners decide to start an anime podcast called tnt i will join you let me be on that podcast <laughs> as well I support this. also my also, number one vote for life <laughs> also we might make tentacles and titties merch one day so you know be on the lookout it'll happen definitely, definitely need a nice uh fucking hiragana tentacles and titties yeah. across the chest. <laughs> um but as Talking about this reincarnation scene as a whole, from a writing perspective, I don't even know why they made this part this in-depth. Like, okay, 
I'm no longer a professional writer. I don't have my own show or my own anime. So like, fuck me, right? But if I was to write this show, I would be like, I would have Rimuru narrating like he does the whole time. Just being like, yeah, I used to be a 37 year old man that worked in contracting in Tokyo. One day I died on the street. Then I became reincarnated as a slime and maybe have little flashbacks. Why did they invest us in this character? Why does it, he's like, they gave us so much. They gave us his friend and his friend's girlfriend and he's this virgin and we got to see his life and then we got to see him slowly die. And I get that's where Great Sage came from, but it just seemed way too in depth for something that really doesn't play that much of a part later. You know, am I, am so I wrong? You, you I, know like be... oh, I thought it was Go too ahead, much. Lee. See, I like that part because I felt like every time I saw Rimuru after that, I just remembered what he used to be, and it made the joke ten times funnier. <laughs> because I was just like, this is a 37-year-old dude. Like, it's a little tiny girl slime. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> I <laughs> correct. That's fair. <laughs> Natasha, my brain went the same way yours did because I thought about the correct way to write this. And the correct way to write this is we awaken with the slime as having no previous knowledge of who the slime is, but then when he gets to Veldora and is he then explains everything to Veldora, and then that's when we get all of our backstory about how he got reincarnated, the voice he heard, all that kind of stuff. And then we're moving. We're moving and grooving. Right? And then we lose about seven minutes of the first episode and they're like oh fuck we can't do that we can't do that we can't do that <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like, we gotta fill we gotta fill it in somehow i was just reading like this whole interview there's actually not that much information on the author available but like the few interviews he did this show was just he was like practicing before he was going to write his real show that he was going to submit to companies he was just practicing it and like posting it on his like blog or some writing blog and it randomly got picked up and is now a show. And he was like, yeah, I kind of, once they picked it up, had to decide like what scenes are important. And that was hard because I hadn't actually done this as a serious writing thing. <laughs> that makes yeah, the most sense. Makes complete sense. Yeah. Spot on description of the show. I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Because he was like, yeah, I wasn't even really going anywhere with it. I was, he's like, now the show kind of represents like what can you accomplish in one day? And like people are trying to make it really like, bigger than it is and he's like that's cool but like originally when I wrote it it was just me just spewing ideas out because I was practicing for when I was going to submit something real yeah, that makes, makes sense. more sense than anything else about this show <laughs> anything than anything I've ever heard anything I've ever heard makes the most sense I also I don't know nice how old he is perfectly for delivery like, I kind of what this is. I wonder how is, is the guy who wrote it like 37 and he was like what would a guy my age be like as a slime. I don't no. know. It doesn't give any info on the author. But Is it's the guy who wrote this a 37-year-old virgin? Because <laughs> also could be. Maybe. His name is Fuse. But yeah, there's not a lot of info on him. There's info on like the producer and everybody else. But him is just like this random picture and nothing else. Well, hmm. I love him for getting successful off this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking good for, good him. for him. That's like kind of when I say right? I'm like... Can you imagine that? No. That's like when I say like the writing is wild doesn't make any sense uh doesn't follow through but like i said i'm not a professional writer i don't have an anime and i'm not making money off something like this so you know what 
amazing for him. I'm so happy for him right now. And you know what? It's funny because like it does kind of feel like a writing exercise, like just doing episodes that are just like funny short stories, just like random things this character would do, like developing his personality a little bit. Like it makes so much sense. Yeah, especially like a character that is kind of like Saitama in a way. Like you said, he's just like the ultimate there's never any stakes like that is kind of a writing exercise where you're like okay like this is the climax but like it's not like an ongoing story where there's serious stakes you're just like having fun writing bullshit that's what this is pretty much i feel like um yeah all right i'm gonna go on to the the second paragraph of the, the very short three paragraph plot i'm reading off wikipedia thank you wikipedia after regaining consciousness, Satoru discovers that he has been reincarnated as a slime in an unfamiliar world. At the same time, he also acquires newfound skills, particularly the ability called Predator, which allows him to devour anything and mimic its appearance and skills. He stumbles upon Veldora, a catastrophe-level storm dragon, who was sealed for 300 years for reducing a town to ashes. Feeling sorry for him, Satoru befriends the dragon, promising to help him in destroying the seal. In return, Veldora bestows upon him the name Rimuru Tempest to grant him divine protection. Oh, wait. I just realized something. Maybe this was obvious and maybe it did happen and I just don't remember because the episode was a while ago. But every time someone gets named in this episode, they, like, level up. So when the dragon named the slime, did he level up? I don't know if he inherently uh, leveled up. I don't think so. But he ate Valdora, which then made him level up, basically. He gained, like, a lot of... Not... Interesting. Cause they... I mean, he must have, because that's how the world works. He yeah. Gained... They just they didn't make a point of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they didn't make a point. You're right, Natasha. But, yeah. And then, like, Valdora already taught him some things, or, like, gave him sight, right? And then... When he ate Valdora, all of a sudden he was like extra super powerful. But then he also had all the monsters he was fighting in the cave and the crystals. So it's kind of like a muddied line, I feel like, of what was Valdora, what was like his own abilities after eating things, like what was his name, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. have to rewatch to really be able to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna rewatch. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Just not gonna. Not gonna be able to do it. Not gonna be able to do it. So. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this this whole paragraph, which is the majority of this plot that I'm about to read, because <laughs> this show is so crazy, but it happened in like an episode and a half not even like it was not a very it was like part of an episode and so it's like i don't know i don't know that there's a ton to talk about but just after he ate veldora it was like we could try to hopefully figure out your prison but we don't know how it'll work so i'll just eat you and we'll see what happens but then like two years passes and veldora still never comes out and i was like what is happening yeah he just ate that fuck he tricked that dragon <laughs> and ate that motherfucker like yeah He's gone. <laughs> but that dragon is happy about it. When we finally get to the weird episode that is all just recap where he's playing um, that shonen game with fucking, uh, or that whatever game, the Japanese game with uh, like Urfat. Chess. It's like Japanese chess. Yeah, Japanese chess. I was like, oh, okay. This is the weirdest episode. It's just a narration. Yeah. Oh, you're 100% correct. <laughs> 
Yeah. Just the narration. Veldora looked dope, though, so there's that. Yeah, he's a cool character. I had high hopes for the show after seeing him. I was like, oh, he's cool. Because, like, I hadn't watched it when y'all were texting about it. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, watching it. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of a weird intro. It's kind of intriguing, though. It's kind of funny. Okay, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. And I saw the dragon. I was like, oh, cool. The characters are cool. Like, at least he looked awesome. Like, this is great. And then, yeah. I then it long wasn't. Long. Then it wasn't great. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the dragon was cool. That's my recap. Yeah. Happened. And then, like, I don't know. Valdora, like, I was hoping that, you know, Rimuru, maybe they couldn't get Valdora out, but, like, Rimuru and Valdora could, like, kind of switch spots. So Rimuru, kind of like he does with Shizu, but not, like, after he eats Shizu, he can, he's, like, a human form, so I thought maybe he could become a dragon, and, like, Veldora could kind of live through that, but nope, that doesn't happen either. He just gets wings sometimes, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, But then, right. it's not even, it's counterintuitive to what we already know about the character, too, because when he eats other things, he gains abilities. Yeah. If I, again, it may have been my short attention span here, but I don't think he gained any abilities from Veldora. Well, he got the dragon so, wings. Ken and I were talking or is that from some weird monster in the cave? We don't really Yeah, because remember, he killed like 30 monsters, but we only saw like four in like quick, quick, yeah. quick cuts. True. So Hannah and I were talking about this, and I was saying it seems to be that there's a difference between him storing somebody in his stomach and actually absorbing them. Yeah, I there do agree with that. With, for the two. Like, when he absorbed something like if you see him like eating the weeds and the crystals and stuff they like actually disappear like you see an animation of them being absorbed and like dissolving mm -hmm. but with the dragon i think he put he placed him in his stomach and he did he did say what was the yeah. the senior spirit's name uh shizu's senior spirit ear fat or era er, erat or something like that Erfit or whatever Erfit. um you know, Valdora even says, like, I, you know, uh, Rimuru ate you, but I, I saved you. I grabbed you from that for myself. So I think it was one of those, like, Rimuru was going to eat him, but Valdora, like, brought him into wherever Valdora is, which is different. So I agree with you guys. Like, it is a weird thing that's just yeah. never explained. Storage system of yeah. some sort, and then they're also absorbing. Yeah, because you see the orc like dissolve. Mm -hmm. You even see, but yeah, the other ones are just hanging out in there, like chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Like, like I said, there's a lot of like, for for whatever reason, counterintuitive things that are done in this in this anime. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's you're told the rules of the world but then you're also told like ah uh, just kidding there's also like one like exception to that which then makes a lot of sense when someone is just kind of riding off the cuff and not really having like a full drawn out idea which is what it sounds like this author had which was just riding off the cuff yeah 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 and i enjoyed his short stories <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say yeah I enjoyed his short stories to an extent after episode, like, nine. <laughs> That's what I'll say. It took a very long time, though. I'll say, I'll say a nice little GG go next. Um, like, good, good game. Good game. No harm, no foul. Just go next. Just do something else. Yeah. Just, just leave this one. Go on to something else. 
Yeah. Well, it sounds like they already are planning to do a season two, and it sounds like he did find more of a through line for season two, so it probably will be a little bit more thought out. Yeah, yeah I'm sure season two will be better. I mean, he probably I has a whole hope. team working with him now, too, to, like, develop it, so I think that's a whole different... Yeah. I yeah. hope so. I the, hope so. The one thing... I really do. Yeah, the one thing I will say about this is... Like, I don't know, Nick, we even said this in our text message thread that Hannah brought up earlier, but, like, if you had watched this, do you think you would have liked S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero more if you had watched that after this? Oh, if I watched this before S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero, my entire <laughs> my entire perspective on S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero would be completely different. Okay, that's what I thought. I would, be Sorry, go ahead. I would more than likely, I would more than likely have enjoyed S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero much 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 more because it actually is doing stuff yeah so that was See, i think the opposite i would have enjoyed it less why because i feel like with this one it's more positive messaging than shield hero the main character is so like angry and misunderstood and bad at communicating and like all this weird shit happening and like they just are training to go battle because they know they have to get points for something whereas for this one the slime is literally just wandering through this world he doesn't know making other people better and making situations better i mean it's true there there is there is the heaviness there is the heaviness of uh shield hero that i'm not i'm still not going to enjoy like i don't need I don't need victim blaming. I don't need rape culture. I don't need uh, pedophilia. I don't need slavery. Uh, that would be an intense character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That whole, like, I don't need any of that. So, yeah, you're right in that sense where this, this show is so much more cheerful in a way and easier to watch and lighthearted. So, yeah. there is that. Like, this, this didn't feel, I will say this, even though that I did not like this show. It did not feel like the slug drawn out process of Shield Hero. Yeah. Shield Hero, I was dreading every 30 minutes. I was like, fuck, this is a like I'm only on episode 14. I need to go, but like these 30 minutes are dragging on. Like there's just so much that they're trying to get in and none of it's hitting for me. So it just felt like forever. Where this it was like, okay, we're going on like a quick little adventure. Like it was almost like a Rick and Morty, like Come on, let's go. 30 minutes in and out. Come on, Marty, we're going. We're going. You'll be back in school in a minute. <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes, quick yeah. adventure, in and out. I agree. I think that's a good description. I think that's why I enjoyed it more. Was, yeah, because it, it, it didn't drag because I didn't know what the fuck to expect. Because after I said, like, after the first three episodes, I was like, oh, we're just, like, up for anything here. There's no real through line. So I wasn't, like, in Shield Hero, you could kind of predict what was going to happen. You're like, oh, that's silly. That girl's going to trick him, whatever. Like, for this one, you don't know what's going to happen because it's super random. Like, he, he eats Shizu. Like, I was not predicting that at all. I was like, oh, here's a love story. No, he ate her. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. which subsequently killed her. Yeah. I I do, because what I was going to say on the Shield Hero point is I am very glad that this show dropped. And that that's why him not realizing that he was going to make a show out of this and then having to then make a show out of it makes sense because in the beginning the first like three episodes when Rimuru is still in the cave and all of that it was very much like shield hero where they're like we're gonna make a show that's also about video games you know like whatever and i am so glad that they kind of dropped that like you know they kind of kept some of those themes to you know make it full circle 
but they like really dropped the other than just the great sage who becomes a character in herself they pretty much dropped that which i was so glad because they did it oh my god it was so slow going like i know you guys thought shield hero was slow going was showing the farming this was extra slow going with it like dreadfully pulling out every explanation of how it works and i was like i'm gonna I'm going to hit something. I can't do this. But they dropped it. And the show got a lot better for me after they dropped it, personally. Anyway. Interesting. It started, it started to hit its stride in, like, episode, like, 18, 19, I would say. Like, <laughs> that's when I was like, I was like, if we started at this point, I would have felt much better about this show. But there's 17 episodes before that moment where I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'm just having so much, like, like so much being invested. Like, or so, so little, like, I, I'm having so much trouble being invested is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah. then to get around to it, like, and then by episode 19, I'm like having to be invested so i don't know if it's one of those the chicken or the egg where i'm already invested because i've watched so many episodes or they actually got better and so that's why i'm invested i don't i don't know yet in my own head which one it is that's fair i mean it'd probably be after watching season two to see if like at the beginning of season two if you're like no nah, i can't fucking do this <laughs> you know it's like that'll probably yeah. be your answer yeah, like I think for me, I got pretty invested. Not even that invested because I thought actually some of the later episodes dragged a little bit more than the first ones for me, um, because the character was more developed and it was less surprising. But I liked the part where he, I thought it was a total twist for most animes for him to not have that love interest. Like they made it very clear, like oh he's supposed to be with this girl, and so you think that's going to be like their love story is those two being together and defeating whatever lord ruined her life, Shizu. And then he eats her and it ends up just him taking this like weird, neither girl nor boy persona. And I thought that was super interesting and something that I haven't seen in any of the other shows that I've watched thus far with the podcast. So that's the part where I got drawn in and I was like, that was a cool choice. That was interesting. That was different. It was not what I was expecting. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. It was, I thought it was cool, and I thought it, it was kind of a brutal thing that they turned into kind of like a sweet, caring thing. Like, if something were to eat something, that's brutal. Like, that's gross. That's not okay. You know, like that's really wrong. But for them to like kind of flip it on its head and make it like kind of a sentimental thing, and then everyone in the town also feeling like sweet about that, and like all of her like adventure and companions being like, "Oh, I'm totally fine with this because of who you are." I thought that was interesting. To say yeah. And they was, didn't make it about, like, oh, the 37-year-old virgin's finally going to get a girlfriend. They were like, no, we're just acknowledging that they liked each other, had a good connection, and now we're moving on, and he has a piece of her. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that this subgenre of light novels or anime, for whatever reason, they make these people out to be, like, the weirdest, like, socially awkward perverts of all time, too? Like when he finally gets like the body, he's like, he's like, I don't know if I'm a male or female. And so he like immediately is like, make it female. And then like, it starts to like grow boobs and have like a vagina. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. This feels weird. And it's like, you, you didn't know that's where that was going. <laughs> like, what, 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 do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Make like, that's just... until you are a 37 year old virgin, you won't know. Alright, you don't know their life. Well, you don't well I got it I got another I got another eleven years to go, I guess. Yep, stop hating. Okay. 
They are misunderstood, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I did like little cute, you know, nondescript androgynous Rimuru. Like, I don't know. It's like you said, like, the whole reason I ended up liking this show is because I adore Rimuru. And I was like, you know what? You were kind of annoying at first. I adore you now. <laughs> and I don't even know when it switched. I loved him. I thought that was so funny. He's so cute. I, uh, I hated you, but now I love you. And I don't even know why, but I do. I love you. Um. All right. You guys want to know what the third paragraph of this plot is, which is hilarious. It's two sentences. Um, oh, God. All right. Now free from his stale past life, Rimuru embarks on a quest to prove his worth. As he starts to get used to his current physique, word of his weird accomplishments start to spread like wildfire across the world, changing his fate completely. That's the whole rest of the plot. It doesn't mention anything else. <laughs> it doesn't mention Shizu or any of that shit. It doesn't mention That's Shizu. So it doesn't mention Geld, the orc demon lord, or the other demon lords that created that demon lord, or like or Malim or anything. I'm like, what is happening? That's, That's so, so funny. Great. You want to know why? Because even this synopsis knows that nothing really happens. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah. He did a thing, and like someone found out about that thing. He did another thing, and someone found out about that thing. So you know what? Let's just skip over it. He just did a lot of things, and people found out about it. Like, that's like, yeah. how, do you, how do you write a How do you write a plot for like twenty episodes worth of just random bullshit happening? You know, like I agree with you, Nick, a hundred percent. That's I mean, carry the carry the one. Yeah, that adds up. That totally adds up. Like, just like what the fuck. Can we? Okay, I know that. Yeah, the plot is lacking and random, but I think just the fact that like the choices are so different than regular anime, and then also that Lord Malin was stronger than literally everyone in the show, just made me like the whole show. I was like, okay, I'm sold. I I will say, Hannah, that I I agree with you, but the really cutesy small girl character being stronger than everyone else is not an unknown anime trope. That's found quite yeah, often. It's definitely not unusual for the genre. No. They didn't make a lot of unusual. Anime also, even with Shizu and like that whole storyline, uh, animes love, I don't know if this is just Japanese anime storytelling, if it's just like a thing, but taking like romantic relationships that should be romantic and making them just friendships to like show value mm -hmm. in women. Like they do a lot of that. And I think a, some of it is making up for the fact that it's so perverted in ways that mm -hmm. they also flip it and do the mm -hmm. opposite really hard. Yeah. Being like, girl is a human and she's strong and she's worthy you know like they kind of like go back and forth i think to even itself out yeah yeah so this is kind of one of the first ones we've watched though with that example True. yeah most of the ones i've seen it's like the guys are always overpowering and yeah. annoying and want to kill them okay well, i hate them but like <laughs> i think it's also this is kind of a different one for the genre of anime like having him like eat her and having Shizu be like just friends, no romantic connection whatsoever. Like that is a little unique. Like the way that they set this one up. Yeah. So you're like, it's not completely unheard of, but it is. I mean, it's not super common. Yeah. Or something. Do maybe 
you know, as as we're kind of wrapping this up, maybe the the details that we want to talk about um, instead of because the since the plot's kind of all over the place, maybe we should talk about like our groups of characters, you know, as they're introduced. Yeah. So we meet the goblins first. Let's talk about the goblins real quick, and then we'll move on to our um, uh, oh my god, our our main like the dwarves. The well, the dwarves, and then the other ones that turn into Kijin. What's their names? Yeah. Not orcs. The lizard boys? The lizard yeah, I think boys? They're, they're orcs. No, no, no. The ones with horns on their heads? The pigs? They're, they're orcs. No, no, no. The pigs are orcs. What are, what's like our main, um, like, Soe and them? Who are they? And Shuna? Ogres? They? Yeah, they're ogres. 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 Yeah. I was like, I know it starts with an O. Okay, but let's talk about our goblins and, like, our goblin village, which is where Rimuru really starts after leaving the cave. Um, goblins are adorable. Goblins are so cute. They're, they're so, so freaking cute. The little ripped up clothes, they're adorable. They're funny. Rock just called them butter the whole time because he's a dickhead, so. Yeah, that's what they were. They were so cute. The dire wolves were so cool, though. I like the dire wolves. I thought that was fun. The dire wolves are got That was one moment where uh, Rimuru killed the, the alpha dire wolf where he just like cut off his head. I was like oh shit. Like somebody actually for real Z died in this this anime. Okay. I kind of get where this is going now. Like it is going to be lighthearted and fun but there's going to be some bloody like samurai bloody anime bullshit you know. It was vicious. It was. His head just slid off and fell on the ground. I was like oh <laughs> nasty yeah i feel like i i still had a lot of hope and promise for the storyline at that point and i was like hell yeah this is gonna be like bloody like i am ready for it i miss <laughs> i misspoke Rieger is not my guy Gobta, Gobta is my fucking guy oh, yeah, Gobta. Gobta is no. my fucking guy Wait. that is my guy of course, Gata is your guy because he is this show's Manetta. Nick, you are on a theme. Gata's fucking great. Gata's yeah, he just awesome. goes for shit. He's dope. He's like, I'm gonna try it. I don't care what y'all think. He's so weird. When he ate that, the what's her name's food, and, like, and she almost, and then he almost died. I was like, wait, are they really gonna kill off that character with her bad cooking? This is bizarre. I just love that he's the one of the only ones, if not the only one, to retain like his look. Everyone else gets like yeah. buff and like he's just like, yeah, what's up? I'm still gobbed over here. It's <laughs> <To the laughs> even like, why don't you look different? Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's so strong at the end. I was like, oh, this is great. I do yeah, also really like. High. Because he was the butt of every joke, that's kind of why he became so strong. Like, when he ate her cooking and everybody, like, just wrote him off as dead, didn't even try to revive him, he's like, oh, now I have poison-avoiding abilities. And we're like, okay, Gopta, fuck yes. Like, yeah, like, oh. literally, Rimuru turns around, he's like, oh, I thought you were dead. Like, what? <laughs> Did yeah. not try to take care of him at I all. Really at all, to be honest. They were just like, alright. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> Um, the one little Goblina character that they gave a name briefly but never mentioned again. Um, just so they you guys gave her a care. They gave they... her a name to be like, oh, she's hot now. Yeah, exactly. She comes back in the two um OVAs at the that I watched that you guys didn't get to watch. She comes back. She's part of their crew. 
She doesn't do anything. She's just there for the bathing suit episode with the tentacles because she has her hot goblin body now. Funny. She has, she has humongous boobs. Anime titties. Hilarious. Is it Haruna? Haruna. Haruna. I think so. Yeah. 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 I f- I found the uh, I found the fandom wiki for slime. So oh my god! I bet it's I, incredible. I have I have, a, I have arrived, as they say. Regird. <laughs> um, <laughs> The old man who gets really hot and enjoys being so hot. Hilarious the whole way through with how much he enjoyed being hot after being an old, old as fuck person before. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him. I thought he was one of the better characters. I just think that's a hilarious concept. Yeah. An old, old dude who's like super etched and is like ready for his second life. Yeah. Like, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, I love their and thing. Then, can we see? Huh? Since we're on ridiculous, since we're on ridiculous characters, can we talk about Shion real quick? Oh, uh, she's a big titty the secretary, anime. The secretary with huge anime oh, titties. Oh god! If they put Rimuru under all the time to like perch them up, no, it's hilarious. I did like no matter so what. Funny. When he was in the Dwarven Kingdom with the elf waitresses, no matter what, if he was on somebody's lap, it was nestled under anime titties at all times. Hilarious. Ooh, ooh, which reminds me of my favorite part of this entire show. <laughs> oh, no. I had to, like, show Hannah. I was so excited, and none of y'all are going to get it, because I know y'all haven't seen this show. But when they first were like, hey, we're gonna go see elves, right? And, like, he gets really excited. He starts imagining and all the elves, right? Yeah. Those are actual elven characters from things. Hilarious! Elves. Really? And they show one of my favorite elves, Deedlet, from Lotus Wars, which is an old-ass anime, which I now have to force all of you to watch. It's, like, a million episodes. <laughs> she did get really but excited. it's, like, the Lord <laughs> of the Rings of anime, basically. And oh! It's like, you've told me about this show before. Yeah, I have the DVDs. Like a ton. It was my very first anime though that I have ever watched in life. My dad rented it from Blockbuster. VHS. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking awesome. That yeah, is and so I saw it and I was like, "What the fuck? It's Deedlet. <laughs> She's my favorite." So I've been drawing elves since I was like five years old because of that. I That's funny. Adore that they're real. I also like that his elven um, fetishes are the reason that he wanted his hard drive mm-hmm. you know what? actually that might be why i like him so much because i've been a huge elf fan since i was very little so maybe that's why i like so, so much. what <laughs> what mc is telling us is that if anything ever happens to her we also have to destroy her hard drive in case somebody finds <laughs> pictures that is an, an uh, unspoken law all three of you should already know oh god it's better on there no one should so, so funny, funny. Oh, I've had a, I've had a glimpse at MZ's hard drive. That thing needs to be thrown in the microwave immediately. Immediately, yeah, it's bad. Just take everything <laughs> and put it in there. Don't look back. Wait till MZ and I start our Dakimura pillow company. Y'all wait, just fucking wait. Commissions are real out here. Y'all. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> who, who do you want? Who do you want with big ass anime titties on on that? Go, go big ass anime titties. Go. <laughs> Just kidding. It can happen. It can happen. 
Um, That's funny. Well, going going off of that, do we want to talk about our? Because we talked about the elven waitresses. Let's talk about our our dwarven tradesmen and how cute they were. That was very Lord of the Rings for me. I was like, all right, like dwarves that make shit. They're blacksmiths. That makes sense because that's like every fantasy lord known to man. So, mm-hmm. um, but I did like them. They were very likable, very cute. I like the one that and never they all saw. just looked like people. Yeah, but just like slightly shorter. Yeah. Except for the king, he was big. Yeah, so I was like, that's confusing. Are they human? Because then they're like, oh, humans live in this town too. And I was like, well, now I can't tell which is which because the characters don't look that different. Yeah, just short or not yeah, short. It was like a busy city where, like, you know, all sorts of people live there, but it was originally like the Dwarven. That's why it was like in the yeah. mountains with all the. Yeah. yeah. Where all dwarves have to live according to every fantasy thing ever. Yeah. Well, how would they get their materials if it wasn't out of the middle of the mountain and then yeah, bringing up a dragon? Exactly. It's the only place they're allowed to live. <laughs> that was the other. Um, not wrong. Not wrong. That was another not like plot hole, but kind of just unexplored plot thing that happened, and then it was just over. Was the guy who almost got the dwarves locked like in a prison camp for twenty years, and then the king's like, "I have attachment to these dwarves. They can leave with Rimuru. and then. All of a sudden, they just drop that fucking, like, evil, uh, what do they call, minister off, and he ends up being a great scientist. Like, it's just like they made this guy so evil, and then they're like, just kidding, he's gonna be an amazing scientist that makes healing potions. And I was like, are you, do you have Nick syndrome? Didn't you hear the backstory that went along with that character? No, I didn't. He was heartbroken. After the failure, the epic failure of his life's work, <laughs> that he was bitter and sad and took it out on other people because he couldn't get over how, how much he had disappointed the king. You know what? I think Hannah and I need to have our own podcast on this show. <laughs> I don't think either of you properly watched and listened. I think that you guys <laughs> just put it on the background and discounted it after the sixth episode. It was a deep history It was great. Excuse me. You're <laughs> yelling at me for discounting a show after three hours? Are you fucking kidding me? Three <laughs> hours. The king loved him so much and had valued the work he had attempted to do and knew it was an accident and knew that he still had value. And so he was like, you can't be here because you've committed crimes against us, but I'm going to send you to this other town because I believe in second chances. All right. Beautiful story. Beautiful storyline. <laughs> they took all of a minute and a half to go into. Like, okay. A very important. Important minute and a half of this season. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out. I gave almost zero fucks about that man because that's like your story is sad, but you're also being a huge bitch, so you should probably stop. And then he did, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, good for you for being nice. I just wonder, like, if he fucked up so bad, why was he still in charge of everything as like a minister? Yeah, I didn't understand. That, that was weird. That was a. <laughs> See, these, this is where I keep coming back to. I'm like, great idea, terrible execution. Lots of this is that. <laughs> That's this whole show in a box is good idea, you know what make this, terrible execution. You know what would make the show fucking awesome? Mm. Hmm. Just a gob to spin off. <laughs> no. It's not no. needed. It's not needed. No. It would be fucking Maybe so dead. Maybe an elven spin off. 
Oh, an Alvin spinoff. Yes. See, this is why I'm always. Oh, yeah, I wanted to know more about the the forest sages or whatever those the dryads were that were like. Yeah, they just kept coming back in and out. I was like, I want to see their whole world. Like, can we go there? Okay, I really need you guys to watch the OVAs because they are so pervy, so amazing, so terrible. One of them is just about Rimuru trying to bring uh, Sumo to his town. And so everybody has has to basically wear sumo outfits, but they're really just pervy anime outfits that are kind of sumo themed. And then it ends up, the very last one is between, um, what's the really big anime titty girl's name? What's her name? Shion? Shion and Shuna having to do butt sumo, where they just try to hit each other off a log with their butts. what is happening and the dryad just shows up she's like this is fun and i wanted to match everyone so she just has a leaf over her vagina and her titties and that's it she's like i'm matching now and reba is like oh no i can't look it's hilarious it's so good you guys need to watch it what the fuck i listened to hannah and didn't watch these extra episodes you need to watch so horny that is so fucking horny no it is like three degrees off hentai three degrees off there's even a part in the second one with the bathing suits where this big giant like um it kind of looks like an ohm from nausicaa but has tentacles and it picks everybody up guys and girls they're all naked it rips off a lot of their bathing suits and it's going in between shion's boobs with its tentacles like straight up hentai style it's amazing wait i'm confused so i was confused about this content what i read is that some of it came as like an extra for the volumes or is this just someone made this for funsies what are these so i looked up ovas because i did not know what that means i might be a bad anime fan i don't know but basically what that is, it's original video something. Now I forgot what it stands for. But it's basically like something that the um, the show as a whole does as like side shit for its fans. It's not really canon necessarily. And it doesn't have to do with the main storyline. They just put out extra content for fun. And that's what it is. So it's kind of like the movies for my hero because like you could watch the whole season and not watch the movie and it would still make sense. Yes, but the point is like because the movies for my hero are canon like that does happen within the story world, the universe. These don't necessarily happen. They could, but they could not. It has nothing to do with the original storyline and they go straight to video. They're never like they're never oh, like so released. weird. Yeah, they're never released in it's any like official video time. animation yes. i think it is what it is so it's yes. the original like animators and like the cre- creators like the original creators and it's an animation but it's not necessarily part of the storyline i would like to think that fuse my random author that i have no information on didn't have any part in this it was just the producers capitalizing on him no nope. he, did. he did he definitely had a part he had a whole part in it Hannah, <laughs> his main character is a 37-year-old virgin that had his best friend burn his or drown his hard drive because he had dryad poured on there. Like he 100% wrote the, these OVAs. 100%. Aww. Also, the whole show is so pretty. The only part of this show he liked, to be completely honest. This is the I only absolutely... thing he wanted to see on TV. <laughs> I absolutely love that Hannah's Hannah's part in this podcast now has become 
the wholesome queen. If it's wholesome and cute and fun, Hannah's all about it. The minute it like turns and it's like dark or perverted in any way, Hannah's like, nope, I'm okay. out. Fuck all of this. Now this <laughs> is where you're you're wrong, Nick, because we could play the tapes because if I remember correctly, you are the one that had an aversion to the leather kinky porn like strip club scene in Love Death Robots, which I personally enjoyed. Again, oh, it's just the so animation. Wholesome, just no. the animation there. It's just women, the animation. The women animation being in charge, yes. Women being in charge, yes. Wholesome, not always. Yogurt is not a sex or a gender, so I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. I, I want to be on record as saying it's just the anime that freaks me out on that. It's just the animation. That's it. That's it. So does that mean you do like it, Nick? Delete the hard drives. Delete the hard drives. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I, I, on a separate note, because our listeners already have seen the birth of these ideas that we're gonna have for Patreon, I propose a Hannah mini podcast. Just talking about whatever the fuck she wants to talk about from any anime. Ten minutes. Oh no! Ten minutes. No, this could go on for hours. Yeah. No, you, you know have ten minutes. Do, you know what we should do for a Patreon thing though? We should do the OVAs. Oh. Uh, since we're not talking about them today, we should just do like a ten minute discussion of those two. Episodes. Which means we all need to go watch it. I'm so ready. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it for you guys. Is that okay? Because I've already ruined some of it. The one with the bathing suits. The reason they're going to the bathing suits is to find a sandbar where the sand is kind of, kind of like um, the poly beads that are inside love like love sacks and uh, bean bags and things. Because okay. Rimuru is tired of getting pulled in a tug of war between Shuna and Shion. So he's trying to make Rimuru Russians, which are Rimuru cushions. What? Yeah. So the whole point of the whole entire episode is incredible. I hate all of this. I hate all of it. <laughs> no, it's so First good. I it's hate all of it. It's a very important thing for giant anime titties to have a plush cushion to lay Oh my on. god. And Super those plush. women didn't realize how much back pain they had <laughs> until they met him and they could rest their titties on this nice gelatin <laughs> that is squishy right to relieve their back pain they need that really he's doing them a service yeah i hate all of this you gotta take care of the other best part is that they have it is as pervy as pervy that's not true it's almost as pervy for guys as it is for girls so it's equal opportunists you know our our creator of that time i got reincarnated as slime is just trying to do his part for bisexuals for all heterosexuals, <laughs> like oh. yeah, I'm here beautiful. for it. Cover all the ground. <laughs> and you know, Rimuru is kind of sexual, but also asexual. So really, we're hitting a lot of markets here, y'all. A lot of markets. Yeah, yeah. Cover the right, ground. G- give me more. Give me more of the plot. <laughs> Oh no! Season two, Nick. I know you're counting the days till we watch it. <laughs> wait, wait. We have to get back to talking about the characters because we have not talked about the most ridiculous characters in the whole show yet. Go- the lizards. Gabiru. Wait, wait. We didn't really talk about the pageant or the what are they? The, the, the ogres. ogres. Yeah. And they're like kaijins. That yeah, they turn into kaijin or kijin. I forgot now. Sorry, kijin. sorry, listeners. That were terrible at pronunciation. Um, 
they were great. They kind of became his like main buddies, I guess. Um, they're like his, his head of his army. Yeah, they're like his team. They're like his elite squad. Yeah, yeah. The one guy was so dope. He could just like apparate wherever. Be like, hi, I'm here now. One? Yeah, yeah I loved him. I forget his name, but he was so cool. I like, I remember comments on his AR all the time. All too. the time. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Rock even asked me partway through. He's like, so since Rimuru doesn't really have a gender, is he now just pansexual? Because he comments on the boys a lot. I'm like, that's my head canon. I don't know about yours, but <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, but I knew watching this MZ, I was like. This is MZ's main bitch because this is basically Ayazawa and Levi, but in that time I got it returned. is. I'm obsessed. He's definitely my favorite character. You're right. It is. That is. This he's is so MZ's hot. Main he's bitch. like a ninja. Like, come on now. Like, and he's the one. Oh, who's my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's my weakness. All his like all his coloring is all blue. He's kind of like the dark emo one that's like quiet but still like cute and sentimental, but like hot and confident. I was like, yep. I yep. just love how confident he is. Like that was my favorite part like he was like can you do this and he's like obviously of course why wouldn't i be able to do that excuse yeah. me miss yeah it's like yeah he has high potential for season two I guess. yeah he was a good one i liked all the ogres the ogres were kind of or the kaijin whatever they become they were um they were kind of one reason I kind of held out hope that I would like at least some of this. And the first few episodes where I was like, this is real hard to get through. Because I would see the fucking credits where they were fighting, the Kaijin, with Rimaru. And Rimaru was fighting. And I was like, those fight scenes look like they could be really cool. I feel like some good things are coming. And then they got turned into Kaijin or whatever. And they ended up being really dope. Still not the greatest anime, but I did like these characters, like his his little immediate circle. Even Malim, yeah. like going kind of moving on to just Malim, like her included in these. I at first I thought I would find her super annoying. I ended up liking her eventually too. So her outfit looks so uncomfortable though. Like if my underwear were falling off that bad, I would be so annoyed. Yeah, that's a real issue for wardrobe. Oh shit! So many butt cheeks just out all the time. All the butt cheeks. Really, like, all the butt cheeks. Like, all the butt is cheeks. Is she gonna sunburn on her upper butt if she's out too long? Yeah, because it's, it's like practical. literally just covering half of her butt. I was like, yeah. this would bother me if I were a person yeah, wearing that. So uncomfortable, like constantly feeling like your pants are yeah. falling off. Like mm-hmm. that's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, it is. Um, I do like how powerful she is, though. I do like that she can just basically punch Rimuru's sword with her hand and, like, have fun with it because she's not at all threatened. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I cool. evened out Rimuru's character a little bit to bring in another, like, all-powerful being to, like, hang out with. I thought it kind of evened him out a little bit. So it didn't seem like he was so special or unusual. Like, it seemed a little bit more even because he's like, oh, dang, she's powerful. Like, I don't know if I could take her, you know? Yeah, yeah. He even like speaks- there's other people in the world that have powers like that. Yeah, and she is supposed to be one of the most powerful demon lords. So, like, she is like a tier kind of all her own. But I do also yeah. like that even then, Rimuru said she is 10 times more powerful than me. So it's like, okay, all these other demon lords that we've like seen a little bit of, like, are basically our gentleman criminal of this sh- show. Like, right. he's also probably more powerful than Rimuru. So at this point, our all-powerful yeah. hero, we're like, okay, well, hopefully some of, like, he'll level out a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I do think it explains the world a little bit, like, why the orgs and everybody are, like, so lower class and, like, they are considered, like, so weak and, like, nothingness, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah, because if you look at the grand scheme of the world's, like, power levels, like, the 1% are, like, insanely high compared to the, like, average character. Yeah. Which makes it even cuter that that's the people that he bonds with when he first pops out and, like, builds up their village to this cool thing because I bet everyone was like, Wait, those little useless creatures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a slime. He's like the lowest sure. little low, but he's so powerful. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll move on quickly. The other demon lords we meet, um, one is the fairy lady. We see that gentleman criminal, which is such an anime trope. There's even clowns, which are also an anime trope. Um, oh, oh they were so creepy. I hate the clowns. Yeah. They were real creepy. I hate that anime trope. It freaks me out every time. I don't like it. I don't approve. No. It freaks me out every time. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Once once we watch Hunter x Hunter, you guys will understand like why I don't like clowns. Like, no. Pervert clowns. Ooh. Don't like it. Not about it. <laughs> I, I do I do look forward to Hunter by Hunter. Or Hunter x Hunter. Yeah, I do too. It's a good one. Um, that was one thing that kind of annoyed me too. Is so they kept like hinting at all these other demon lords, especially the one in the castle, and then the one that was Shizu's like weird master that summoned her, and all this other stuff. But then they never got to it, and they just—I mean, I'm assuming that's what's going to happen in season two. But I feel like they just kind of randomly brought them in, and they never like built up any expectation or anything for them. It was just kind of like. There's these guys that are kind of overhanging, and they may play a part at some point. You're like, oh, okay. I don't know. Cool. Well, I wondered if maybe when they brought the kids in, they were then going to talk about it, because he's like, oh, all these kids and Shizu got here because it took 30 mages or whatever to call them. So then I thought he was going to sort of, like, handle that situation and go after these quote-unquote mages or whoever was making that happen, and that would lead to those guys, but, but it never did. So, yeah. Nope, not a lot. I, I didn't really like the, that whole aspect. It did. I mean, that's kind of like the whole show, though. Like, yeah. Not executed well. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, we're coming back to the same point. To yeah. Be honest. It's like all these things that happen, it's like nothing's followed through with. Nothing's like really connected. No. Yeah. Like, shit just keeps happening. <laughs> Shizu mentioned being a teacher and enjoying being a teacher. And when we first saw her through the crystal ball or whatever, we saw her with her kids. So it's like, okay, I guess the kids will play a point. But then it. After what I thought was going to be the whole main story arc of part one, that became a story arc, but then it kind of finished up, and then there was these senior spirits with this whole, like, weird magical cool shit that wasn't explained well, and I was like, what is happening? But Deku was one of the kids, which is hilarious, by the way. I know. Oh, yes! I'm so happy. And, and, and Zabit was the, the fucking lizard leader. Yeah. Like, anytime I heard either of them talk, I'm like... I'm like sick all my Deku. Welcome to welcome to the show. Yeah. I know. I was so happy. I was just like, yes, something to enjoy. I love this. Yes. Every time I Aburu or whatever they ended up naming the lizard king, I kept being like, Yes, all my da- zaddy come to me. Zaddy, Zaddy. That's funny. Zaddy lizard king. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like we the kid thing, I don't know. What else do you guys want to say about the kid thing? Because it was like a really weird plot that was 
drawn out but also tied up again really quick like i don't know i don't know this was, it. this was the only time this was the only time i was like okay this anime is working for me like it's working because after he does all this he's like Rima, he's uh, uh shizu like you can you can like rest now i've finished your bidding and like then it goes into like a whole like montage thing for them and i'm like good you're doing things this is good and then it was like the next episode. It was like, no, 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 forget all that, forget all that. And I was like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah, it was super random. I feel like they could have ended after like the orc battle and been like, now season two, and it would have been like another thing, like going with the kids. But to just have like this whole other miniature story plot arc, and it was rushed and random, that was very confusing. Yeah, I feel like they could have even done like. My Hero Academia does if they didn't take eight fucking episodes to introduce this entire thing. If they took two or three, like a normal anime would, um, they could have had the whole orc battle episode thing and kind of like brought it up where there was like some wins and then some minor losses and then some wins. Like, you know, that could have been half of the season. And then they could have had the other half of the season with these kids and like doing Shizu's thing and then you know it's kind of like left on some kind of a cliffhanger but instead it just seemed like it was just tumbling through like a tumbleweed and just random shit was getting picked up and i was like what is happening everything oh now we're done this is the last episode goodbye yeah yeah like bizarre i was kind of wishing they would have wrapped it in somehow with the other stuff like the guy who was planning the whole orc army like demon what's it called main demon person Mm mm-hmm the demon lord, yeah, that was trying to make a demon lord or whatever. Like, if he had been tied in somehow, like, he's the one that's calling the kids or, like, something. Yeah. But they were just totally separate things, and I was like, uh, okay. Well, I feel like the kids, that storyline has to be more tied into season two. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way, like, if you look at this season for what it is, I feel like that's the only plausible through line. Yeah. That could be taken into a season two. Like, who's summoning his kids? hierarchy of the world go into the leadership into the bigger cities more you know like that sort of thing i don't see any other through line especially yeah. well yeah because that was surprising because they went into the city where the kids are and it was like a huger a bigger city and you're like oh i'm being introduced to this whole other portion of the world that we didn't know existed yeah yeah especially because chloe so when they're calling the great spirits for the kids mm-hmm. chloe gets that like weird bridal looking spirit who, when she, like, passes through Rimuru or around Rimuru or whatever, like, it sparks a thing with Valdora, and then it's the warrior that was Shizu's mentor that took down Valdora, so I'm like, okay. And it's Chloe who's in love with Rimuru, so, like, there's obviously a thing that's gonna be here, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's just like, okay, glad that was hinted at for 30 seconds in one episode. (laughs) I hated the fairy demon lord. Oh yeah, I didn't like that at all. No. I thought that was dumb. I just hated that whole setup, the way it was, the fact that she had like fallen from grace but like got to keep her job. Like I don't know, everything about that like left a really sour taste. That whole job. scene was just like weird and confusing. And then she randomly has a robot. Like robots aren't even in this world. Like yeah. what? That was annoying. I was like, we're like in the minds of Maria. Why the fuck do you have a robot? But that tied yeah, to the minister that the you guys. Side. That tied to the minister that you guys said had a beautiful backstory. That was his robot. <laughs> Wait, was it? Yeah. yeah. 
See, I didn't oh, like that. Oh, I missed that. I didn't I like missed that. that. I just didn't like her as a character. I didn't like the fact that she had fallen from grace and she was like, yeah, but I'm still the fairy queen. It's like, but you're not the fairy queen. Why are you like leading the fairies still? And the fact that that other, uh, the, one of the dryads was like, yeah, I'm not in contact with the spirit queen anymore, but it was her and they were still talking. Like, it was so confusing. Yeah, that yeah. whole thing was weird. I also thought that was the just- dark side. <laughs> I thought that was just a weird yeah. bit of dialogue too because Raymer is like oh Trainee the, di- the dryad was like said that she wasn't in charge or in touch with the uh, spirit queen anymore and then the weird fairy was like oh yeah well they probably don't know but every time the spirit queen's reincarnated we keep all of our memories so she probably just doesn't know it's me and it's like why was any of this brought up then what is the point of this they insinuated that she had just talked to her. Yeah, it's yeah so dumb. It was confusing. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, none of this made sense. Yeah, we need more backstory on the dryads and these little, like, elven people. Because they're the main thing fucking up the whole plot right now. Yeah. They also brought us in a second dryad. a lot of things fucking up the plot right now, Hannah. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Fucking up the plot is... Too many to count. They also brought in a second dryad, which they never really touched on. And then when you, the one time you think you see the dryad is going to fuck shit up. I was so ready when she was going to fight the two clown lords. I was like, yes, girl. Yes, she had her weird other dryad part of her spirit. I don't even know what that was supposed to be, but whatever. I was like, okay, I could be here if it's cool. Um, It wasn't cool. Immediately they just disappeared. And I was like, what was the point of the scene? I don't understand this writing. <laughs> yes, you guys have come to to the dark side. You've come. <laughs> you have arrived. I feel oh, gra- I feel though, great and I vindicated. Feel like it makes me want to watch season two, though. Yeah, because I want to see if they did end up tying anything up. If they were like, okay, that was a shit show. We should yeah. probably tie some strings up here. I would love that. I feel honestly. like they have to. They have to, or else it's like, what? what is it? Yeah. I think season two is going to be vastly superior to season one. I think so, too. But, I mean, for me, that's pretty much all I got on this anime. I don't know about y'all, but... Yeah. <laughs> I really don't have anything else to say. I mean, I, I touched on the fact that... Wait, wait. A cameo, so that's, uh, that's all I got. Gabi Ru is a ridiculous character. Okay, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing was really I random. Mean, is it bad? I just don't even want to talk about it. It's like exhausting. His character was exhausting. His character was exhausting. The fact that he had this weird posse that just followed him to the ends of the earth for no goddamn reason was exhausting. Like, all of it is exhausting. I don't want to talk. Like you said, I don't want to talk about it. And then, like, fucking Dragon Ball Z syndrome happened where it's like every villain they met in the first season just happens to live in their town and is, like, their best friend now. Like, Yep. Yep. It's just... Pretty much. Piccolo, <laughs> Piccolo ends up raising Gohan. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Vegeta marries Bulma. It's cool. Becomes besties. <laughs> it's whatever, y'all. Like, Everything just turn works out. All the villains into our best friends because let's make them <laughs> see the light. Like, how about we don't? How about we just murder them and go about our day? Like, that's what would happen if Malim was in charge. Would they tell her to sit down? How about we just get a Gotha? We didn't even talk Gotha, about that catastrophe uh, thing. Oh yeah, the, the giant, the giant flying. What was it? 
Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll do that for a second. The thing flies in, it dies immediately, and then they cook it for food. Done. Yeah. Like Oh, the food good though. They made it like the they made it seem like it was going to be the new orc lord, like they had already killed the orc lord, and then there's this other catastrophe-level demon. I was like, okay, this is the second half of this season. No, it's not! It's one episode that for some reason, Reamer is like, Malim, I don't want to bring you into this, even though you're way the strongest person, and you could probably destroy this in a minute, but we're going to go at this for hours, but nobody's going to die. What? 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 I can't. No yeah, the flying horsemen. I feel like should have been way more pissed because they're like, "Oh, you were just saving that till the end. Why?" But they weren't mad about it. They were just like, "Okay, cool." Well, and I'm like, "Why did we slaughter the fucking wolf at the very beginning?" But now we're gonna befriend every villain we meet. Like, why did you kill him? Like, he was just yeah. way overly vicious. Now, like, the I other. I do absolutely love. I do absolutely love. They kind of tried to do like an Avengers level like collab where it's like we have gotten everyone. It's like the lizards come in and the orgs yeah. come in and like everyone's coming together and I'm like, okay, play portals and let's fucking rock. And then it's the most anticlimactic <laughs> in the world. Yeah. In the world. Speaking yeah. of anti anticlimaxes, you know it's one of my favorite scenes because of how it doesn't go anywhere immediately. Like within the intro of the episode, it immediately stops. Is when the dwarven king, whatever tall dwarf he is, rides in, his entire army rides in on a, on a battalion of fucking. I know where you're going with this. And then he's immediately like, okay, I'm now cool with the slime. Immediately. I'm like, what? Why? Why did that was really funny? <laughs> they just had to battle it out, you know, and then they had the same sensei, and so it was all good. It's all good. And also, the king is like, you're really dangerous, but for some reason, if you can best me in sword fighting, which hasn't been a part of Rimuru's character at all until right now, we're cool. What? <laughs> what is. Why? <laughs> I was more mad about the fact that the the dwarven king was trained by the kaijin, like the older one, yeah, or whatever. And why are orcs or kaijin or whatever they're called still like one of the lowest class of creature? Yeah, the ogres. Yeah, the ogres. They're still like bottom of the barrel. I was like, you are training kings because you're such a good fighter, and you have zero respect still. Zero. Yeah. Like, no one cares about you. I also like how when the ogres leveled up to be really strong and not a lower demon, they just look more like humans. So they're just yeah. smaller and less muscular, but somehow more powerful. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Also, I... Well, that's kind of an anime thing, too. Yeah, it is. tiny and powerful. I also like how the dragon people, the lizard people, when they leveled up, uh, all the males stayed dragon and lizardy, but just the female changed into a more human form because you know. Yeah, she was like, "I'm sexy now." So <laughs> I am sexy now. <laughs> I, Look I at me! I have anime titties, and I'm gonna end up with Soe, the weird uh, Aizawa type character. Obviously. Yeah. Oh yay! That's cute. That is a, I like that. That is a cute ship, though. I'm for that. But she was a pretty horrendous lizard, so I'm kind of glad that that happened. Her, her hair, her, yeah. liz her lizard haircut was terrible. Looks cute as a human. Yeah. Terrible as the lizard. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like she needed that upgrade. Yeah. The lizards in general just reminded me of what's that show, the dragon show, where the kids get the dragon scale and then Dragon Tales. It just reminded me of Dragon Tales. Oh my god, I forgot I all Tales about Dragon Tales. Oh my god, Dragon Tales, man. Like goofy, ridiculous dragons running around, running into each other. Like that's that show, that yeah, children's show. I feel like Dragon Tales is a good place to end this on because it doesn't make sense and the entire rest of the series also doesn't make sense. So, like, I'm all for ending this on Dragon Tales. Um, any last thoughts on that time I got reincarnated as a slime and the, the random bullshit that this, this show is? I like Rimuru. That's all. I'm not going to say this is necessarily worth watching. I would say hold off on watching this until we see season two and tell you if it's worth it or not. Agreed. True. I would definitely live in that realm of Yeah. If season two is good, watch this. If season two is gonna be like out like Demon Slayer in like four years, don't watch it. Don't rush to watch it. Just just leave it how it is. Yeah. But it is cute for what it is. Yeah. You know, for weird little slime thing. Um yeah, my thoughts are I like the characters, I love Ray Maru, and when Nick was like I live in that realm. He meant like what MZ was saying, but I would also live in this realm. Please, can I live in Tempest City? Thank you. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Very cute. Um, all right, Watt podcast listeners, that's all we have for you today. If you want to email us, you can email us at naniwhat.podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at naniwhat.podcast. Send us your likes, your dislikes, your suggestions. Uh, tell us whether you agree or disagree with us, whether you love one of us or you think we're all idiots. We would love to hear from you. Uh, preferably not me. Maybe not that last part, though. Like, be nice. <laughs> like, preferably. Nah, nah. We're here for it. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> preferably be nice, but, you know, we're here for you. So... We love you guys, and we will talk to you later. Bye. 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 B